All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Four Things. My guest today is a returning guest from the news world. I call him Mosh, but Mosh, what do others call you? Uh, well, my mother named me Moshe Wanunu. Uh, mm-hmm. Last name is one who knew, but to make it easy, I, I friends, family, acquaintances, colleagues, all call me Mosh. There you go. And on Instagram, you can find him at M O S H E H, and he is one of the best, if not my my personal favorite on Instagram to follow when it comes to getting updates of what's going on around the world. And you're on a few months ago, and we were talking about some big headlines from this year, four of them, since it's the Four Things podcast. And now that we're towards the end of the year, I still feel like the four we broke down were the big four ones from this year. So we're going to look ahead. We're going to look to the future and some positive things that 
well, maybe some of them, maybe some of them not, but things that will be happening. Yeah, it's a mix. (laughs) But we're we're looking ahead to the future and you're going to share four things that we have to look forward to in 2022. But before we get into that, this week, we're recording this on Monday, but it's going live on, you're listening to this on a Thursday. But all this week, we're heavily focused on tornado relief being that we're based in Tennessee, the Bobby Bone Show. We have tons of listeners in Kentucky and Arkansas and surrounding areas where the tornado hit. News is breaking at all times, and we rely on you to be that source. So how do you find time to take a break when big things are happening all the time? I try my best to create some semblance of balance. I know some people take issue with the whole idea of work-life balance, but you know, ultimately when it comes down to you know, running a, a social media feed for news, you have to understand that I understand that I have uh, become someone that people rely on. So I have to stay attentive, especially when major headlines are breaking. So when the tornadoes broke out, you know, I, I happen to have done some work for some weather programming and weather apps in recent years. And weather has always been a fascination of mine. So I tend to uh, try to stay plugged in on those issues. And I saw early Friday that we might have some severe weather crossing the Midwest. And so was just trying to keep an eye on that as I was, you know, eating dinner and uh, with friends uh, as to what was going on. And as I saw those headlines break, you know, trying to take moments to ensure that I'm passing along key information. Also, it's a it's a real time thing. So I think midway through Friday night, I was trying to show maps to folks, you know, as we started to see reports of destruction in Arkansas, that, hey, we're not out of it yet. If you're in northern Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio it's headed your way. I don't think anyone quite saw how historic the storm would be that we have like a 220 mile swath and they're still trying to look back and figure out if this was one tornado. Uh, There were 50 tornado reports, whether it was on the ground for two and a half hours, whether there are multiple tornadoes, but this is a pretty unprecedented swath of destruction that uh, storms have been able to uh, do to the region. Yeah, no, I mean, there was towns completely demolished. And it's really wild if you've looked at some of the images. Um, And just want y'all to know that we currently have our whole Pimp and Joy line, which we've talked about Pimp and Joy a ton on the podcast. We talk about on the Bobby Bone Show. But in a nutshell, it started with my mom several years ago in her battle with cancer. And it's a line of merch that is dedicated to spreading joy to others, because that's what my mom wanted to do when she was going through her cancer journey. And we lost her in 2014. And since then, we've been able to donate over $2 million to various causes. And this is part of that. Like we get to show up. And when I say we, I mean listeners and buy a piece of Pimp and Joy and all proceeds go to whatever cause we're supporting at the moment, which right now it's tornado relief. But if you've ever had anything, it's really high quality stuff. I feel like some people, most might think, oh, a, a charity shirt, it might be kind of cheap or whatever, but we really make sure that it's high quality stuff and we're thorough with who we're donating to. And we try to stay on top of that just so that you can ensure your money was well spent. But then you have an item that reminds you because you can donate to other causes like there's there you can donate blood if you don't have money or if you can donate time. We talked to someone from Kentucky on the show the other day that's like, you know, they don't really want a bunch of people flooding there to help. But they, what they really needed was funds. Yeah. And so, you know, you can have a piece of merch or a hat or a beanie or a shirt or a sweatshirt and you can look down and know oh yeah, this went towards the tornado relief. and Or some people wear stuff, oh, this went towards St. Jude, or this went to build a home for a hero. You should do that 
And I would say authorities right now say the most important thing is to donate blood. There is a huge blood shortage in the region. So if you can go ahead and do that as part of aid you can give to the region, I, I know that that is extremely, extremely important right now when you talk to health officials down there. And I'll give you a couple of ways to get to the Pimp and Joy merch. You can either hit up bobbybones.com or theshopforward.com slash pimpandjoy. That'll take you to every item. And again, all proceeds go towards tornado relief. So, Mosh, what do you have in store for us come 2022? So we're ready to look ahead and put 2021 in the history books. I think there's a few things that will continue as major news stories or feel like they're continuing, but are things that are going to be crucial to look ahead to. Okay, Mosh, what do you got for us? Okay, so for the first thing, this is atypical because of COVID, but we get our second Olympic Games in six months. Typically, you got to wait two years between your summer games and your winter games. Well, we just had the summer games in Tokyo and coming up in February, we have the winter Olympic games in Beijing. That's going to be interesting on multiple levels. I guess a little bit of politics there. You have the U.S. and several countries who are doing a diplomatic boycott of the games, meaning we're not sending leaders, political leaders to attend the games, but our athletes will still be competing. And so you have a number of athletes to watch. I think there's a lot of exciting American athletes. And so that, you know, I always love the Olympics, Amy. It gives you, you know, it's like the whole country can come together for something. And it's so rare, it feels like these days for all Americans to be able to get behind something. And so watching Michaela Schifrin, uh, Nathan Chen is a, a male figure skater who's going to have a chance to win a gold. Sean White is going to be back for his fifth Olympic Games. By the way, the other big sporting event next year is going to be the World Cup. And, you know, that's that's an opportunity. I know it's not as big in the U.S., but getting slightly bigger. But to the rest of the world, there is nothing bigger than the World Cup. Oh, I feel like ever since Ted Lasso, I think more Americans are into football than, you know, before Ted Lasso. I I just generally speaking, I think more people might tune into the World Cup because of a TV show. Totally. You know what I always find interesting, by the way, is like I grew up playing soccer. Like, I feel like it's a thing that like a lot of kids do from like age four to age eight or age nine. But then like it never quite translated it to like interest in like professional soccer. But maybe the Ted Lasso effect is is a real thing. For me personally, I never played soccer at all, but it makes me wish that I had. Well, maybe too, because my kids have gotten into soccer and my daughter really would probably appreciate more insight at home or help and coaching. Like I try to work with her and she's like, mom, you have no idea what you're doing. And I'm like, you're right. (laughs) I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I played softball, basketball, tennis, track. Hmm. What else could I work? Basketball, volleyball. But I mean, I wasn't ever, you know, a starter Mm Mosh. I was more second string, but I mean, I played it all. So I was diverse, but didn't really excel at one particular thing, except for tennis. In 1992, I won first place in the Baby Acapulco Tennis Tournament and mentioned this before, not going to brag, but Andy Roddick was at the same tournament playing on the boys side. So had I not quit, I'm just saying I don't know the potential I could have had. Listen, Amy, I think that's a question that a lot of us are asking is based on that experience. Did you really miss your opportunity to become this, you know, Olympic world global athlete? Athlete, you know, I I don't know. And I watched uh, King Richard. Have you seen that yet? I have not. Oh, Mosh, you have to watch it. I did see the I Love Lucy movie this weekend, though. In unrelated news. That's totally very different. (laughs) I'm talking about like my tennis career. King Richard is about Venus and Serena Williams. And to go back to 
I guess your question too about did I miss my opportunity to be an athlete at that level and knowing the amount of training they went through with their dad to get to where they are, I was not even close. So no, I just think I got lucky at a tournament back in 92. I've heard good things about that movie. I know Will Smith plays their father in it. Yeah. I will say your your experience riding the bench or being a second string reminds me of my freshman year of high school. I was a bencher, uh, rode the bench on the high school soccer team and cracked the jokes on the bench for, you know, I played that role on the team. Once in yeah. a while, if we were winning up by a lot or losing by a lot, they let me on the field. But you showed up and you were I part did. of the team. I did. Which I think is huge. And I think more and more people, because of Ted Lasso, we're going to be showing up to be on teams. If kids were into I mean, think of how many people were Ted Lasso for Halloween online. That's all you saw everywhere. I mean, it's a huge thing. So all that to say, I feel like a lot of people might start or started playing soccer because of the show, maybe even some adults joining some rec leagues or something. But I love Lucy. I haven't. What's the movie called? I know it's about her, Lucille Ball, but who plays her? So Nicole Kidman plays Lucille Ball, and -hmm. it's a phenomenal performance. Uh, Javier Bardem plays Desi Arnaz. And I saw in the theaters over the weekend. It's a uh, Aaron Sorkin movie. It's called Being the Ricardos. It was my first uh, experience in a movie theater for two years. Like I hadn't been back to a movie theater. So my wife and I were very excited to go back to the movie theater. For those who don't want to go or can't go to a movie theater, like it'll be on Amazon Prime, I think starting in late December, um, as they kind of release stuff on streaming pretty, pretty quickly after theaters now. But it effectively takes you into a week of the I Love Lucy show and t- does the whole backstory. But what it reveals is just what a producer Lucille Ball was and Desi uh, and and what type of team they were. And like, it made me want to go back and watch old I Love Lucy episodes because apparently they would to get so intricately involved with every word that was said, every movement on camera. They would argue with the directors. I mean, it was their production company, the Desi Lu production company. So they broke ground in so many ways. And she did in particular for female actors because until she is pregnant on television, all of the networks decided that women could not be pregnant on TV. We could not show pregnant women. We could not show a birth. We could not say the word pregnant. They would hide pregnant actresses behind plants or they would shot block them in a way so you wouldn't see them pregnant. And, and, and they're like, well, how will the audience, you know, why will the audience think you're pregnant? Like you guys sleep in separate beds. You're like, well, we'll move the beds together. Like we can move the beds together. That's inappropriate for television. So it just takes you inside kind of where things were during that time. And I thought it was a fascinating movie. I'm going to be watching that on Amazon Prime for sure. And then just to circle back to King Richard, I'll let people know. I know that was in theaters, but I streamed it on HBO uh, Max. So you can also get it there if you're wanting to watch that at home. And I watched that with my two kids and it was inspiring to them. Like they were doing push-ups in the middle of the movie. They're like, is it too late for us to be tennis stars? I'm like, (laughs) probably. (laughs) That reminds me of watching Rocky as a kid. I feel like I watched Rocky as a kid and was like, I'm going to go on a run. Like, let me see if you should crack some (laughs) eggs in a glass and like drink raw eggs. And I was like, oh, this is disgusting. But it was inspirational. All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. 
Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in store. All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual 
essential for women 18 plus multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. All right, what's next? Okay, now for the second thing, technological breakthroughs in 2022. The first thing as a fan of Armageddon, the movie from the late 90s, is like next September, we will find out if we can actually divert an asteroid. NASA just launched a rocket that they've aimed several million miles away at an asteroid, which by the way, is not headed towards Earth, but they want to see if they can divert an asteroid. So next September, you will see live coverage of whether a rocket will successfully divert an asteroid off of its path, which by the way, if we can figure out that technology, that is like the biggest existential non-human threat to this planet. Like we do our own damage to this planet, but as far as like not being able to survive, it's a potential asteroid or comet hitting the earth. So that is a technological thing to look for in September. Another big thing next year, the biggest plant in the world will go online in Texas that will capture carbon dioxide from the air and convert it. Carbon dioxide is the thing that is warming the planet, that is kind of feeding climate change. And so if we can successfully develop that technology, that's huge. Another technology that will potentially have a breakthrough next year, vaccines for HIV and malaria. So based on the mRNA technology that uh, Pfizer and Moderna each used for the COVID-19 vaccine, they have made significant progress on both HIV and malaria which malaria in particular afflicts millions globally every year. So a vaccine, we should see potentially, fingers crossed, a major breakthrough on the malaria vaccine front. And then this is a fun technology. Next year, two big companies are going online with air taxis. Like we're going to live the Jetson lifestyle apparently coming up soon. And so air taxis, they kind of look like helicopters, but they're a much more advanced technology with multiple electric propellers, much less energy, much more quiet and it'll begin what they hope is a vision of a vision of the future where you can take relatively cheap air taxis to kind of pop between places and avoid clogged roads. That's crazy. I I saw that somewhere, some big event going on, they were going to be offering air taxis. And now I can't remember which one it was, but I was thinking like, do you know what it is? Yes, it's the uh, it's the next winter. It's the next summer Olympics in Paris. Their goal is to have air taxis readily available for folks. I knew I saw it somewhere and I thought, okay, this just seems scary to me, but I'm sure one day it'll be the norm. But just, yeah, I'm glad you said there's multiple propellers. I don't yeah. know, helicopters <laughs> in general just freak me out. <laughs> oh, totally understandable. In this case, like you're looking at four to five rotors, backup systems. I mean, they were this like weird hybrid because you're like, well, they're kind of like helicopters, but they like kind of more shaped like cars. And there's a lot of a lot of major companies working on this technology right now. And so I, you know, I would hope that as we've seen all types of vehicles and planes get safer over time, this next generation of air taxis will be much safer 
in the current generation of helicopters. Okay, what else are we looking out for next year? Okay, so the third thing that I think is important to all of us is the economy. Uh, we have seen record inflation in recent months. We have, uh, you know, seen for the most part a recovery. But I think a lot of folks listening to this will say, you know, my small business is having trouble hiring folks, even though there has been a recovery. What is going on there? And so, looking ahead to 2022, the big story of next year is going to be the economy and our economic recovery. Will inflation slow down? Will prices come down? We are seeing good signs now in regards to gas prices. With a bunch of oil production recently, gas prices have started to come down. Hopefully that continues through the winter. Inflation, you see a whole range of predictions right now from major financial banks and the government as far as when these prices will start to normalize a bit. But inflation won't be at 6 to 8%, but be back down to a half percent or 1%. And so that's going to be a crucial thing to look at in the first half of 2022. There, most of the predictions right now are that things should calm around the summer. But where will prices get to between now and then? And will your wages continue to go up along with that? We did see wages finally go up post-COVID. Employees and people saying, I'm not getting paid enough, and employers being forced to raise their wages. It didn't quite meet, given uh, where inflation went, where prices went. So you might have gotten a raise this year, but it still doesn't feel like enough because when you go to the grocery store or you're paying your rent or you're buying a car, suddenly those prices just seem even higher than you know how much you're making. And so I think that that will be a, a huge thing to look for and where these markets go. We've seen now the stock market go up for almost 12 years straight since 2009. That is unprecedented historically, folks. And so I think that people should be cautious in their optimism. I know this I have friends. I don't know, Amy, if you've been playing in crypto and Bitcoin and Ether and all of these cryptocurrencies, but they're also, you know, huge ups and downs. And so I think the economy and our economic recovery will will be the big story of 2022 now that hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, variants notwithstanding, for the most part, we feel post-COVID. I just want to say something regarding the cryptocurrency, because I saw on the news this one woman that had been completely duped by um, someone that reached out to her an ad or something she got on Instagram, where she clicked on it and she thought she was legit making an investment. And they were showing her spreadsheets or data that was showing her that she was making money. And suddenly after a few days, she was up $9,000. And then they sent her another note. And this woman, she's on the news. She seemed very competent, like smart, knew what she was talking about. Like, you wouldn't picture her getting completely scammed in this way. And they sent her a note saying, now we just need $1,500. It's a one-time fee to transfer the $9,000. you are still up, though. So she she transferred them $1,500. Wow. And then she gets another note. And they're like, well, this is another thing with the IRS. We're going to need $2,500 to pay to them. And then that's when kind of the red flags went off. She finally started talking to other people and asking her family members. And they're like, no, 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 that's not that's not right. But just saying that as a friendly warning, as I don't know, people get more clever, especially with all of this new currency type stuff You where we don't know much about it, or I guess I don't. And you feel like, oh, someone reaching out to you might be an expert and can invest on your behalf. And it seems legit. So you do it. And I just would proceed with caution. Yeah. Generally speaking, I think if you talk to mo most financial advisors, they will say you shouldn't be investing any more than 5% of your investments in cryptocurrencies. That's the general rule of thumb. And by the way, that's the same number they applied to like 
Vegas gambling. Like they they kind of view it in the same category, which is like, wow. you know, like once you've paid off your mortgages, once you've paid off your loans, once you've paid off your debts, once you have three to six months of money in the bank in case something happens, then, and you've, by the way, maxed out your retirement plans. Once you've wow. done all of those things, how much money do you have left over? That is your, and you obviously paid for food, et cetera. So go through that tick of like my debts, uh, food, mortgages, car payments, uh, money for you know gas, various budgeting that you've done, three to six months of savings on the side. Then you have your investment money. Of that money, 5% crypto, if that makes sense. And there are websites you can turn to like Coinbase, which are legitimate websites where you can do this sort of thing. So you're telling me everybody in Vegas right now at the tables, they have their mortgage paid off. They no, their- no, they don't. <laughs> but I would tell them, we could go table by table, Amy, and be like, have you been paying your debts? They're like, no, but if I went big on this next roll, I will be able to pay it all. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right. If you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. 
And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. And finally, the fourth thing depending on how the economy goes next year, will play a major role in our politics next year. Next year, you know, guys, we had 2020, and then we had a break sort of this year from politics. But unfortunately, the way our elections work in America is we have midterm elections every two years. In 2022, they're coming up. So depending on how the economy goes, will play hugely into our politics. When we speak, Amy, this time next year, making predictions for 2023, we will know the following things. Will Joe Biden be running for re-election? Will Donald Trump be trying again in 2024? Typically, those calls are made between November and December after that midterm cycle. I'm not going to get political here, but in my head right now, I'm like, are either one of those good options for 2024? (laughs) That is a discussion (laughs) this country will be having. (laughs) Like, it just doesn't. I'm like, please tell me we, you know, come up with, you know, two other people for both sides. <laughs> there are actually dozens and dozens of folks on both sides who would love an opportunity to lead this country, all of them younger than those two mm-hmm. gentlemen. Unfortunately, given the nature of our politics, one happens to be president. So everyone in the Democratic Party is deferential to Joe Biden and his decision if he decides not to run for re-election, which, by the way, would be the first time in 50 years a president doesn't run for re-election, given, by the way, Biden will be 82 when he runs for re-election. And then Donald Trump is setting the table for a potential run again, right? Which also would be a historic thing. And so a lot of Republicans are deferential to the former president. So that's going to be a key thing we're going to find out next year. And just before then, we're going to have the midterm elections, which is determines who runs Congress. Right now, Democrats have a majority in the Senate and House, very slim majorities, given where things are going. If we were betting right now, speaking the keeping the Vegas metaphor going, Uh, We would bet that Republicans uh, would take the House and the Senate because as 
what happens traditionally is who's ever in the White House loses seats in Congress because people are like, well, you're in the White House and we blame you for anything that happened now. So let's give the other party a chance in Congress. And so you're you know, facing a potential split government there. And so if you already think they don't do much in D.C., they'll do even less if uh, the other party wins Congress. So those are the two major political things to be looking at for next year. Okay, just a quick side note on how you handle your Instagram and well, any kind of reporting on this topic. Like, how do you remain so level headed, impartial? I feel like I've switched different news outlets. I used to try to flip channels so that I got a diverse amount of content because I feel like if I stayed on one channel too long, I started to kind of get in that little bubble and I'm like, yeah. oh, there's there's a whole nother world out there that I need to hear about. But I recently also got into Newsy, which I watch on my Amazon Echo box. And that's the news I turn on every morning when I'm getting ready. Their tagline is like, we're here to inform you, not influence you or something like that. And I appreciate that. But I feel like your account is the same. But how do you keep from sharing sometimes if you're particularly passionate about something or like getting any bias or anything like that? I try my best. You know, listen, at the end of the day, all human beings have a semblance of bias, right? We're all biased in some way. We're all biased by our upbringing, by our background, by where we live, by by our faith, by our gender, by all of these things. I've always found it a priority as a journalist just put the facts forward. You know, I know that that doesn't necessarily promote ratings, especially in the cable news world that we live on, that people live in. Ultimately, right now, networks are rewarded for opinion programming. When straight news programming comes on, people tend to tune out. And that's despite the fact, Amy, that you and I and so many out there, so many folks out there are like, all I want is just the facts. Well, people vote with their remotes, so to speak, and any show that just sticks to the facts and doesn't have opinion tends to not do well, especially in cable news. But by the way, cable news, much older demographic, the average viewer of a cable news network is between 65 to 70, meaning more than half of cable news viewers are over the age of 70. So it's a completely different demographic. Those folks are looking for a different type of you know programming. So what I try to do with my feed is just like, this is what they're saying. This is what the other side is saying. If I see a blatant lie in there or a blatant attempt to kind of mischaracterize something, I will call that out. But not in a way that like, you know, these guys are blah, blah, you know, like with my opinion, but just like, hey, despite what they're saying in 2014, what actually happened was blank. Have at it, folks. Like would whatever you want to uh, make of that, you can make of that. So I try my best. And by the way, I do appreciate that folks who follow me on Instagram will sometimes be like, hey, I noticed that you use this word to describe that. Like that made it seem more biased in this direction. I was like, oh, okay, I appreciate that feedback. In some cases, like you have a good point. In some cases, like what else, what is the alternative here? And so I think it's a good way for people to check their own biases at times uh, to, to read what the other side might be saying about something. Well, Mosh, thank you for sharing with us four things to look forward to next year. And I know something that you're heavily following right now as we're recording this is the Maxwell trial. And I don't know if any of you listening right now followed any of the Epstein stuff. A few years ago, I listened to the podcast and then watched a documentary and then was like totally, I don't know, fascinated by the story. And that it, something like that even went on for as long as it did. It just seems so crazy to me. Sort of like, have you seen Dope Sick, Mosh? I have not seen it, but I've heard about okay. it. Yes. 
there's a couple of different, if you Google dope sick, multiple things might come up. But the one I'm talking about is a scripted show with Michael Keaton on Hulu. There's, I don't know, eight episodes maybe. But it is a scripted show that is basically reenacting the true story of Purdue Pharma and their distribution of Oxycontin and what they did to basically get it in so many people's hands that it should never have been in. And I don't want to give too much away here, but I bring that up even with the Epstein stuff, because these are just wild news stories where things are going on and then high level people are involved and people that we elect, people that we trust, people that are in positions where you think, oh, sure, this person's supposed to be taking care of us. And it's just so corrupt and crazy and cover ups and all kinds of things. So you know, real feel good stuff. <laughs> so. I'd love to end on a more positive note. I mean, well, we'll hopefully the, the trial ends on a more positive note. You know, she is Jeffrey Epstein's former girlfriend. She faces six counts on the federal trial. It looks like this trial will wrap up just before the new year. And ultimately what prosecutors are trying to get her on is that she facilitated the exploitation by Jeffrey. But to your point, Amy, for the better part of two decades, this was going on and not in some rural place in Palm Beach, Florida, and, you know, under the nose of uh, local authorities there. There were raids going back to 2002 of his place. He eventually served a brief time in prison, but never got federal charges and then kind of continued that. And at the same time, there's a whole bunch of famous names. I know one of the things people are looking for in this trial was like, I want to know everyone who was there at this house. Well, that's not really the core of this trial. This trial is more about what did she do and can they convict her? But at the same time, we have seen a bunch of names come out in the trial. Everyone from Prince Andrew, you know, Prince Charles's younger brother, Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Alan Dershowitz, a whole bunch of folks, none who have been accused in this trial of any wrongdoing. But nonetheless, these were some of the people around Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell as these crimes were being committed. And just something to keep in mind, because it is, it's a, it's something that happened, yes, in our lifetime. Some of the stuff seems so wild. And it's like, there's just people like Maxwell, where she was, she was essentially a groomer. And I mean, wouldn't you categorize her as that? That's what the prosecutors are, are basically saying that she did. They brought an expert on grooming and they said, you know, that she basically would greet these girls, meet these girls and groom them, you know, effectively, you know, make them comfortable, befriend them and deliver them to Jeffrey. It's just something to be aware of because it could happen to, well, you possibly, it could happen to a best friend. It could happen to a loved one, a daughter. I just encourage you if you are interested in sometimes like some of these stories that you feel guilty for being so invested because people's lives have been ruined. But I think it's good to be aware of what people are capable of and what you need to do to protect yourself and your children, too, even from because a lot of these girls were young girls, young girls. And, and, and one of the accusers who testified last week said that she was 14 at summer camp, literally eating an ice cream cone when Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell first came up to her. Now, I will say that hearing some of these backstories of some of these girls, they unfortunately, this was, you know, that some came from a background where they're previously abused. Some came from a background where the parents were really not readily plugged in or even available or, or caring right. for them. And so that's an important thing to, you know, to consider here as we're talking about these stories. Well, I appreciate you most so much. And again, we were talking about this trial because he's covering a lot of that right now and you can stay up to speed there and then make sure you're following him for all other things. But I hope you do get to take a little break 
over the holidays. And again, his Instagram is M-O-S-H-E-H. And he does all kinds of lives and different chats and interviews. And so anyway, great follow as always and amazing guest. Thank you, Amy. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And uh, look forward to uh, reconnecting in the new year. Awesome. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 